Looks like it. We've had some issues this week, but that's okay. It is Friday. It is Fantabulous Friday, and we're going to pull that Fantabulous out of us because it's been one of those kooky weeks. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, and I might add a still a very sore Wellness Diva, but today is not about me. It's about diving right on into the... Um, hot topics and boy do we have some hot topics to discuss so let's hop right on into it we do we do we do but first before we even get into the hot topics i love to always start out my day with something positive something that is something that we can do in a time where we really feel like we're we're, we're choking and we're we, we're handcuffed to what's going on in our world um, but we also know that we can make a difference, even though they're baby steps. So today is uh, Clustra Awareness Day, Clustra Syndrome. Uh, I know personally someone's daughter that uh, suffers from it. it is a syndrome. And I'm not going to go into all the details of it. I'm going to spell it for you. Uh, K-L-E-E-F, as in Frank, S-T-R-A. So today is Clustra. Clustra Awareness Day, and their color is purple. So I'm wearing purple, um, and purple, purple Friday. I mean, there's something fun about it, but also helping to define the odds with research and really helping these families that are impacted by this uh, horrific uh, situation that they have to go through. Can't even really get into all the different details of the person that I know because I wouldn't want to do that. But I do know actually now that she was diagnosed many, many years ago when she was born, uh, it was now all of a sudden hearing more and more about it of people that I know who know somebody. So uh, Clustra Syndrome uh, Day today is today, Awareness Day. Wear your purple proud. Google it, research it, and uh, if you know a family that is dealing with a loved one that has that, give them extra love today, and let's help be part of the positive change of awareness of that. So that's how we're going to start our day off, because, you know, it's always good to start your day off with something that you can control. So I did not start my day off with something that I control could, could control, because I was walking to doggies, and getting them to pee and poop. One was very, very accommodating. And the other one just, I'm going at my own pace. And you know, when you're waiting for something to occur so you can get to point B of your day. Yeah. So how did I deal with that? I just embraced the sun, the sunshine, the beautiful morning, got a little, you know, power walking in because a lot of the two of them like to really kind of run. So I looked at the blessings of that. I wasn't in control of which one was going to go when and how long it took, but I survived. That is how my day, but it's so good to be able to start your day off with something that you know you can control. Because like I said, we are like handcuffed here. Uh, as most of you are aware, if you may not necessarily watch the news, but you were getting those alerts, I was really taken aback last night and I don't typically watch the news anymore. I just don't because I know it's out of my control and I really try to avoid at all costs things that are going to like wind me up. Right. So like most of us do, we kind of take the alerts off our phone, go out of our way, not to watch the news anymore, but somehow, you know, you get that alert and you're like, mm, should I watch it? Should I not watch it? 
So I got suckered in and I watched it because the headline drew me in. And how many times does a headline draw you in? And the last, I would say the last is probably, but I think the last seven days, the leader of the free globe, as I'm going to call it, I feel, and again, these are our opinions that we share with you. We'd like your take on them as well. But I really didn't like the tone. I, I really wasn't a, a fan of the tone the last week that he addressed the citizens of our country. I, I didn't like the tone. I didn't like, you know, I'm not a fan of the whole going to the microphone really slow and talking in the tone that he does. It's kind of creepy. But in addition to that, then there was that scolding, you know, with the finger, the point that he took that his patience was running out with our country with regards to what he wants you to do. But then last night, you know, I was really taken aback because he is annoyed that I believe it's, I'm going to say maybe five to six states. I don't know the exact number. It looked like five to six states. Could be more, could be, I, I think it's at least five. It might be more than five that have really implemented using these antibody clinics, the mono antibody clinics to really help those that come down with the thing that's been going on for the last two years, close to two years. And it really is assisting them in recovering at a quicker rate. Great news, right? That we have something that can assist in that. So for instance, in the state of Florida, which a lot of people don't realize, the state of Florida has actually the most people per capita vaccinated. There's that word. Um, it's a big state. I mean, Florida, we know Florida, Texas, those are big states. But a lot of people, when they hear about these clinics coming up, they assume that it's just for the unvaccinated. And actually, in the state of Florida, that now has a lot of people pouring in un, un, uninvited to the state. There are not many people that are actually going to these clinics to get this help that actually were vaccinated. So a lot of people don't realize that. They're assuming that it's the unvaccinated that are going to get these mono antibodies. But in the state of Florida, because our percentages are higher, it's mostly vaccinated. And they, you know, I, I trust our state's own stats versus from a, a uh, global, because let's face it, numbers you can play games with, right? So anywho, this particular drug to make these mono antibodies is not in a shortage. There's more than enough that can sustain all of our states, more than enough. But they're finding from the person that's in the big house that 70% of the demand right now is coming from about six to seven states, somewhere in that time frame, that number frame. Therefore, and they happen to be the shade of red, these the states that are taking up 70% of the amount. So last night, or at some point yesterday, I didn't, I didn't re read the entire statement because again, I try not to watch him live at, at all costs. He now stated at one point in one of his speeches, and I believe it was his yesterday speech, that he stated that if red states 
do not comply. There's that word comply. His demands of what he wants done that he's pushing on people that he will use his power to basically get back at them. So what he has done now is he's going to limit the supply amounts that a particular state may ask for. Because, hey, if you're not doing as I say, I'm going to use my power. So think about that. You've got someone that's in charge that knows that they have a commodity, that there's no shortage of this commodity, that is helping people, helping the people that in the same country that you live in. And now you're going to dangle the carrot because you're not pushing my agenda of what I want done with this. And for those that cannot see me, I'm holding my hands up to my face. I'm sure you know what I'm referring to. As well as get the juice. I'm going to make sure that you don't get enough of that medicine. You can imagine my moment of I wanted to take my phone and throw it at the TV set. And I thought, I, I really try, I really try to put aside and really make sure, you know, because we always talk about that, set yourself up for success, for, for health, for wellness, for mindset, and don't put yourself in situations where you know the outcome's not going to be too good, right? So what did I do? I watched the damn thing. Bad mistake. <laughs> What's your take on all that, Jim? Well, let's see. There's so many things I can say. Well, I will just start out by saying the tick occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue leads, does not lead. Because whether you like Biden or you don't like Biden, and I call him the tick. First of all, we all know that people do not like to be told what to do. I hear the word mandate and I cringe to begin with. So I have to take myself out of that context and say, all right, what are they trying to achieve here? What is the, uh, <coughs> what is the end goal? If you are going to limit something that benefits the people that you supposedly serve. Oh, that's right, because we're not agreeing with you. We're going to do, we're not gonna supply you with that. Now, let's be realistic. If President Trump was in office, all, and I mean all of the news medias would be having a field day with that. We're still, <laughs> the major news outlets we all know are still protecting the tick. Maybe they should think about getting a flea collar. And if anybody wants to know specifically what I mean by tick, T-I-C, send me a private message because I will not say it on the airwaves, but I will let you know if you send me <laughs> a direct message, T-I-C. Yeah, he is a T-I-C, all right. And you know, when you think about that, I mean, think about for, have we ever been in a time that you can remember that someone in the position that, that 
circus uh, clown master is about. Did you ever, you know, ever come to think about a time in our world or country that, you know, and I'm not talking about any other country because we know there's a lot of, you know, commie countries out there. Our country is not. We, we live in the greatest country there is. But how sad it is that we have someone in that highest position threatening citizens and threatening leaders of states. I mean, you have, you know, state, state rules, guidelines, state mandates, state rules, all of that. Uh, and then there's the, the bigger side, the F side. And, you know, our constitution and the other great thing today, which a lot of people probably don't realize, today is Constitution Day. You know, I, I suggest people go and, and read the Constitution, get to understand the Constitution. And in particular, I'm going to say invoke Article 4, Number 4. Go read about it. Invoke Article 4, Number 4. Because what is going on in our world right now, we're not, we, we're not there. We're not, we're not the, the big cheats. We're not the big, you know, person with the big red nose that is directing everything and has, you know, the purse strings. Although he doesn't really have the purse strings. There's other people that have the purse strings. But when have we ever come to a point in our country, a time in our country, where that person that's in charge talks down to its citizens, is not uplifting, is nothing about bringing people together. He's all about pulling people apart. He's all about fear mongering. Uh, and it's not just him, it's his whole conglomerate of little clowns that are, you know, his clown posse behind him and Raggedy Ann that are, are pushing this narrative of fear, dismay, dismantle, destroy, when have we ever been in a time like that? I, I can't. And there have been some other prezies that have not done due justice to its citizens. But I can't recall anyone this, this destructive. Well, it's not only destructive. It's the, dis, as you said, dismantle. It's the dismantling of our constitutional rights that were put in there for a reason. And <laughs> what I have a very big problem with is if, and we don't know all the, the behind the scenes, but referring to um, <laughs> Article 4, Section 4, and I'm sure many of you can probably guess we are probably referring to uh, the general. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just gonna say that. So we don't know all the facts. So I just wanna be very clear about that. But if indeed this book that is coming out, if that book is credible, meaning that is the truth and that can be backed up by those 200 anonymous people, that's a big issue. That means that those reporters sat on that, this story, that means so history could have changed, but they sat on something that was so explosive. We lost 13 service members and my heart aches for those families, families and friends. 
my heart aches for the Afghans who went out of their way to support the United States in this endeavor. I think we all can agree that yes, we should have a long time ago, number one, and, and I supported uh, President Bush, um, <coughs> the son, um, did not agree with him going into Afghanistan. I think we can all agree that we wanted to get out of Afghanistan, that's a given. The way it was done was inconceivable. And to hear, bring it forward to where we are today, what has transpired this week, I heard a glimpse <laughs> of one of the CNN um, reporters and Joy Reid, if you can hear my voice, you suck. Like you are just, you may be, a, I'm sure you are a very well-educated person. Nah, I'm not really sure about that. You suck. No, I, and the reason why I say that a well-educated person has no problem whatsoever educating themselves on both sides of the coin. Because you wanna understand, you know, if you're a truly educated person, you are postured enough and strong enough and confident enough to hear the opposing side with respect, with due diligence for that person where they're coming from, and also kind of dissect what they're saying. You know, are, are there some truths to that? This is what I know. This is the facts as I know them. So she is not, she's not an intelligent person because she flaunts her. Uh, in, in her way, she she's her agenda is about making sure that she stays relevant in today's society. That is it. I don't even know why she's still on the air because she's not relevant. She has no poise. She has absolutely no class, and she does a disservice to people. And I know that's part of the whole. Let's face it. She's on a talk show that you know adding the drama and the you know difference of opinions and the bickering going back and forth that's part of the flair of the show so i do get that piece to it that there is a dramatic side to what they do for ratings for to keep the interest going or whatever i haven't watched the show and i can't tell you how long it's been years but she's irrelevant in my eye because anyone that's intelligent does want to give the person that has the opposing view, the benefit of the doubt, because you may learn something, you may take away maybe a different perspective that you might not have known, but it also may enlighten you on something that you just never heard about. So while people, when they have these debates and conversation, a debate doesn't have to be nasty. A debate in a difference of opinion doesn't have to go away to some cray cray land where you know now they're name calling and you know you're in my face and it gets angry and violent and miserable you you don't need to do that and anyone that's intelligent enough and postured enough to understand that there is two sides to everything but there's actually three there's this side there's this side and then there's the truth usually one side or the other is leaning closer to the truth but that's just life and if we can't learn to be respectful of people that don't have the same background, maybe in education, but still have some value because they're speaking from either experience or because they're, they did their own due diligence to investigate and or research whatever they're chatting about. And I think she's one that just flies off the cuff. She probably sticks her foot in her mouth more times than anyone can count. 
And she never, re, you know, she never, she's not even confident or intelligent enough to say, you know what? I was wrong. I made a mistake. I said something that I should not have. That's an intelligent, postured person. She lacks all of that and class. So she's like the bottom of my shoes. And the other thing I want to say about, uh, back to the general thing, also with this book coming out, like if that is true, that's horrible that they withheld that information. If it is not true, meaning the general did not do that, as Mark Levin said, then the general has one hell of a lawsuit. So the truth needs to come out if he did indeed do that. I mean, obviously that has to be investigated. Um, congressmen, senators, who's ever on the, I think it's the intelligent committee and, and I'm not sure, I'm sure I'm probably messing up the committees. I'm not sure who would actually handle that. Those records need to be subpoenaed. America needs to know the truth. Did that actually occur? Or did it not? And I think the the problem with that, Jan, and I think you know we we both agree on this, is we never get anywhere. You have all these blockbuster stories that come out. Some of them are more truthful than not, but nothing's ever done about them. The people still don't get any um, justice. You know, justice is not served to the people because that you know it's one big onion, like. Everyone talks about, you know, take this family down, take this past present down, do this, do that. And the bottom line is, and it's a hard pill for most Americans to digest, is you're never going to get these people. Never. The, they must, and I can only imagine, they must have so much evidence and dirt and so many judges in all aspects and levels of judges, as well as politicians, as well as military, I truly believe that there's just a certain few, sadly and disgustingly, have so much evidence that that is why nothing is ever done. Because nothing makes any sense when you when you have some proof that finally comes out, and it has to be like we talked about, checked, double checked, triple, uh, triple checked. And even if you know you've got these sealed documents and you know what it can prove, but you don't release them because you're swayed heavily not to because if you don't do as I say, I'm going to screw with you mentality. A lot of that is going on in that segregated area that really should be a wall should put around. You know, the show, uh, what's the name of the show? It's a movie. Uh, no, it's actually a show, uh, Designated Survivor. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just wish that was real. Here's the thing with it. If it is true, what transpired, that is an act of treason. Yes. That MF should go before the court martial tribunal. Yes, do all the legal things that he is entitled to. I'm in full support of that. But this is effing BS. Effing Durham, Bloomingthal, who are from the state of Connecticut. And I think it's Murphy. 
get on the effing horn. I know you're Dems, but you represent me. You represent the state of Connecticut. Like this is just, it, it's not politics anymore. It, it's the, who can, who can take the silly putty, put it in the string, bounce it back and then reform it to suit their needs. Oh boy, I'm getting heated up. So well, maybe it's one of the, it is one of those things because I think it just adds to the layer of frustration that our citizens are feeling with everything that, we, you know, haven't we been through enough? And now we're going to kind of change the topic because haven't we had enough? If you have not seen the video of that poor two-year-old who suffers from asthma, and I have a, uh, an adult child, but I can remember the days uh, who, who suffers from asthma and, and being on an airplane and, and, you know, the altitude changes, it's hard enough for them to breathe. And what American Airlines did to that poor family, to that poor child is egregious at best. You know, how much more can citizens take? And that's the point. I don't know. Did you get to see the video? No, I did not see that video. I did hear about it. But wow. what has to start happening, obviously, there is an uproar. Mask mandates, no mask mandates, double mask, the this, the that. Like, this is, this is not the America that we grew up in. And I want to say the last um, meaningful Democrat who really in my lifetime stands out to me, there's actually two, JFK and uh, the Connecticut Center, um, Joe Lieberman. Yes, he was good. Uh, also uh, Robert Kennedy is, a, is another one mm -hmm. um, that, you know, that, that comes to mind. And, you know, I think for most people that are reasonable at this point, they don't really care about red or blue. The only time that they really get into about the red or blue is the anomalies that happen between a red state and a blue state where certain things are taking place more in one state of a color than not. So in that sense, yes, you know, people chat about that piece to it. But at the end of the day, I think Americans as a whole are just tired of not having justice. They're tired of not having people work for people. They're tired of, you know, blatant lies now. Apparently blatant lies, like even uh, the speech yesterday where I actually quoted what he said as I was walking by the television and I did not have the TV on. I was in the back, back room working on old pictures and, you know, we vowed that we would go through a couple boxes a, a week to make sure that we're keeping up with cleaning out things. So I've got piles of pictures of everybody I'm going to be mailing out. But anywho, you know, I happened to walk by because I needed more Ziploc bags and I didn't even realize the TV was on. John had left it on. And I come by at the moment when the uh, uh, clown stated, we, he inherited the worst economy since the, uh, since the depression, the Great Depression. And I thought, are you out of your mind? What crack are you smoking? Like, are you kidding me? You, you, you were handed and inherited the worst economy. Did we not forget that we were in a major shutdown at that point because of some very evil people that are out there that perpetrated what is going on? Everything is a distraction. I think even this whole thing with this 
general is a distraction. I think the dangling of medication is a distraction. They do not do anything without purpose because that's how evil they are. They do not do anything without purpose. So I think a lot of what's going on right now are distractions because there's other crap going on in the background that yet, of course, the American people have not found out about yet. And I think it is a travesty of what is going on in our country. But how do you still try to like dig deep to understand and know that instead of choking in it, like I was doing it last night, you have to find other avenues to combat that feeling. And it's hard. You know, us as uh, health wellness coaches, it is difficult. We feel you. We feel you. I was like, Jesus, take the wheel last night. Jesus, please do something. Just take me away from here. Like, Calgon, take me away. So I did. I went into, I was upset. I was angry. I was infuriated. So I went into the other room. And I just put some calming music down just to calm my heart rate. And I thought, okay, this is out of my control, out of my control, out of my control, out of my control. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? So your mind starts racing. And the other sad piece to it, as a, a friend of mine, um, uh, Alicia from Buffalo, I love that little chickie. She just lights my fire cracker up. She was talking about how even her own children now are suffering from uh, stress. She has one that's, you know, teenage, young teenage years, one that's in middle school and, and, and uh, uh, one or two, well, she had four children, no, I think it's three, one that's even younger. So anyway, she was just talking about the anxiety and the stress that not only parents are feeling with all the shista going on in the school systems and the CRT and the, the mandates and this and that. And she was saying, no one is talking about all the people that are suffering from depression and anxiety and how this climate, this, this stressful climate is what it's doing. And I had to take a step back last night as I put the music on and I thought to myself, it is designed by plan. This is a plan of design to drive Americans nutty, which it's doing. It's a plan of design to add stress, to add fear, to take away that resilient feeling of red, white, and blue, to make us doubt our own country, which is not our country. It's the people that are running the country that are taking this country down the toilet between the economy and then adding trillions and trillions. Oh, let's just print out more money and trillions and trillions. Let's get more money for the people to sit on the couch to become fat, stupid, bored, and couch potatoes. Um, why do we think it's acceptable for a teacher's union to demand that no accolades be shown for people that hard work? And if that's the mantra and the mantra that everyone, however you want to say it, if that's the new thing, then why do we have any competition at all? Take away the Olympics. Take away the NFL, which, of course, let's not get into these sports because that's a whole other story. So how do you do that when you're choking in all this emotion? So what I say to do is get it out. Do not do not you know let it stay within you. Uh, voice your opinion, uh, but always do it respectfully in understanding that you're always going to get opposing views. Do not be that keyboard bully. Um, you can say, you know, if you've got factual information, but don't be a pushover. Like a lot of people think if you have that debate and you combat someone's comments on social media that you, um, you know, oh, you're a bully. No, you're not a bully. It's okay to be postured. 
as long as you're doing it respectfully, there's nothing wrong with that. But make sure you do get it out. Don't hold it all inside. If you've got to pick up the phone and talk to a friend, which that's the best way to do it, or a family member, talk it out, do that. And then go do something physical. Something physical, whether it's a walk, whether it's a jog, whether it's a swim, whether it's running up and down your stairs, whether it's going in your closet and screaming at the top of your lungs. Do something that releases that energy. And then also make sure that you get your heart rate down by either some stretching, listening to some calming music, fall in love with a silly movie. Um, these are all things that, that are in your control that are going to combat that chokiness that you feel. Don't you think, Jen? Yes, absolutely. And there's a, a long list of people that suck on my long list of people that suck page. If you have to look at that list and, you know, whatever you need to do to kind of calm yourself down, that's really important too, to recognize that, acknowledge it, and hopefully try to move on, not move on in the sense where you forget it, because let's be proactive here. We, we all need to be more, more active um, to the best of our knowledge and ability. Truth will always prevail. It may take a while, but the truth will always come out. What happens with that truth has yet to be seen. On that note, fantabulous Friday. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two. This does, and this is Carol, so AKA Naughty Bus, a little fired up today, but that's okay. Don't forget to wear your, your purple for cleft syndrome uh, in support because it is that, and it's also Constitution Day. Take time to even read pieces of the Constitution. I would focus on Article 4, Number 4. That would be my opinion, just my opinion, my suggestion. But you guys have a great, fantabulous Friday. Don't forget to pat yourself on the, on, the, on the back. You did a good job this week. Even if you had some slips, if you had some missteps, if you got into situations where I didn't want to be and you combated them and you worked through it, or if you fell off the wagon, maybe ate too much chocolate cake, didn't get your fitness level in, whatever it is, does not matter. Pat yourself on the back because it's fantabulous. Friday and you are fantabulous. We will see you Monday and Monday Mindset with all the juice that's going on for this weekend. We'll let you know. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.